and welcome to the first episode of 2020 and the beginning of series four of Mediums in Action with me, Martin Lit Wilson, and my good friend and expert medium, Ian Doty. Oh, thank you, Martin, and uh, lovely, uh, lovely intro. And, uh, and and like I say, it's nice to be here again. And you know, it's 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 darkening when you say the first one of 2020. It's so exciting. So uh, yeah, hello everybody. Yeah, I I think this year is going to be an interesting year. I think it might be difficult, and difficult doesn't mean negative. It it means that you know we we've all got lots of personal growth. I feel this year. I think yeah. I think there's lots of things that I think the beginning of this decade compared to the end of this decade will be very different for a lot of us. And I mean that in a positive re- reaction as well. Sometimes we all have to go on these difficult journeys. But I think 2020 is the beginning of something completely different for humanity as a whole, really. Yes, I do feel I do feel there is a year who we're coming to again. Spirit have always mentioned that there will be uh, changes in the scientific approach and it will be helped to sort of more readily evidence in a in a in a scientific way of helping to prove uh, or ev- to evidence rather that there is communication with the side of life and i do feel that is coming through mechanical way for a better way of putting over you know where people need to see to believe you know so i do feel in a physical way as in physical mediumship i do feel it will be, it'll be happening there won't be that sort of challenge where the physical mediumship has to take place in a darkened room it's very open to well are they cheating are they this is this happening so in broad daylight takes it away but there's a scientific breakthrough are going to be absolutely enormous and i do feel it is over this decade certainly i'd say in the last five years there's a number of researchers who've produced papers and books on the evidence that consciousness isn't as as fixed as we think it is it's not it doesn't behave how we think it is i mean the insinuation is is obviously that there is something else happening here it's not just we live and we die that that there is a greater yeah. wider consciousness that we are aware of which i do believe that so i you know if that did come into fruition over this next 10 years i think that would be amazing i'd find it personally very gratifying but i think as a whole as well as if humanity understood that you know that there are greater things out there i think that would all help us uh, spiritually uh, as well yeah. you know because yeah. i think a lot of people have disconnected from being spiritual sadly yeah. in 2020 started off on a very sad note what was really quite sad and quite uh, upset uh, upsetting was uh, the passing of Derek Akora. yeah indeed it was yeah. a shock, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, for people uh, overseas who may not know who Derek Akora uh, is, is, Derek was a medium and uh, a psychic medium who uh, was very well known uh, in the British community. And he then started working for Most Haunted and really became very popular and, and really made that program became popular, I think. And I couldn't find anything else. I think it's possibly the first time that we've seen mass coverage of a medium in a television program I, w- I was trying to rack my brains and I was thinking where now so have we actually had uh, a weekly television program obviously it ran for various se- seasons but a weekly television program where there was a medium in it every single week and and, yeah. and I don't think there was uh, but I think you, you kind of realise that when Most Wanted started, which was sort of 2002, September 2002, the pilot went out. And then uh, in 2003, it, it really got running uh, for the first series. 
I think you you look back and you think, hang on a minute, <laughs> Do you know, a lot of programs now have mediums in, where back then it was really such a rarity to see somebody yeah. like Derek Okoro in your front living room. He uh, started off having a little show in the ITV Granada, I think it was, and uh, and a little bit of ITV Two as well. And it sort of come over into a, a sense, like I say, you know, he was he was there talking, and I thought, wow, this is this is really nice. Because normally it's censored, you can't have this, you can't have that. On his most haunting day, the crowd that got there behind it all and wanted to take part. Uh, mediumship was taking the uh, centre stage as he was saying oh I'm seeing this, I'm feeling that, I'm getting such and such um, and I do feel it brought mediumship in general to the public, you know, more than the, like Psychic Today, the, you know the sort of phone-in psychic show got the sixth sense with Colin Fry Tony Stockwell's programmes it's all sort of made this sort of possible really, you know, sort of ground breakings and, and yeah, people just don't take that with Derek, they just well, Yeah, I mean I, it's interesting that so you, you make a good point as well because if I remember correctly Colin Fry had been running for at least a couple of years before Most Haunted came along typically you know it was sort of a it almost felt like um, almost like a show asking people's opinions but Colin was there giving readings in the middle of it popular as Colin Fry was popular and, and again yeah it was a weekly show you're right you're right with that but I, I think it was the fact that a medium was out there investigating and taking part of a ghost hunt that was unusual for people because they'd always known of mediums as being in a spirit a spiritual circle or giving readings that sort of thing but to see him communicating with ghosts and spirits in a haunted location that kind of really people kind of thought what <laughs> you know it was it yeah. was it, it was interesting because sort of my history with Most Haunted and and, and uh, the company that I used to run, which was called Fright Nights, we had a format of where uh, we started an event and we would start off with a history tour or, you know, take people around. And this was back in 1999. And then we would walk around with the medium and the medium would say what they were sensing and feeling. And then we would do uh, vigils in the dark. It's interesting, the format, practically became the most onto television program as well the same sort of format so from our point of view at fright nights was i mean obviously we provided a number of locations for the first series as well we went to the first live event at dudley castle we went to the Worcester mansion one and it was interesting to see because the dudley castle one was very very popular um, but when we saw woodchester and then from then on a second series that's when it really kicked off the difference. And we saw, we saw that the first year was, was kind of quite lukewarm, but we saw that it, it was really Derek, that he, he was the superstar. And one thing that I noticed is myself and my wife, we went to Woodchester Mansion for Most Haunted Live at Woodchester Mansion. It, it was a long filming time. We were sat in this cold room. We was there. Derek Carroll was filming. He'd obviously been pre-filming as well. And then at the end of the night, the most haunted team all jumped in four by fours and they were off and it, they just left the crew to pack up and you know kind of shut down the crowd came outside who'd been watching Derek came outside and I think he spent about two and a half hours with people signing signing card uh, signing uh, DVDs and cards and or, or, or anything that people could get their hands on and and he's just spent a lot of time talking to people and explaining and what his feelings were what how he sensed consistently the messages i got from people who'd had interactions with derek either through the television program 
or through uh, the live shows or anything like that was that he was a people person. He, he wasn't about the fame. It wasn't about that. Uh, I mean, no doubt he obviously he courted the fame and I, I think he appeared on, uh, I think he went in I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out Here and things like that. Yeah. There's no doubt he went for that, but he always thought about the people first. That's what I feel. I, I, I see I see Derek Okora as, um, yes, he was a medium, a psychic medium, but also as well as he put people first. And I think we've had a couple of messages this week as well from people who've said, who filmed with Derek and said how wonderful he was and that he always spent time with him. As you said, you know, in uh, in the uh, in the Woodchester mansion, it is absolutely freezing there. It was the only place I, that I went to where they wore where they wore a, a little beanie at. But for him to stop there for you know a couple of hours afterwards, good on him, you know. But it's you know when you when you when you see him, uh, you know, either on the ITV Granada or when you look at him, you know, on the show, and particularly the people who do the uh, do the lives, he was sort of paving the way to sort of put over how mediums should be, you know, in putting people first, as you were, as you were saying, spending time with them and talking, you know. One of the things I had noticed doing this, doing this type of work, is the amount of people who didn't know that they had access to mediums, you know, no matter where. So I think um, Derek was very, very much uh, prominent in pushing that forward, you know, that you have the chance to talk to a, you talk to a, your medium, you have a chance to sort of interact and get knowledge about, well, you know, mediumship is, is very much out there, you know, the churches, whatever. And Derek was very, very much to the forefront of that as well, I believe. There was no doubt that he was always pushing his local spiritualist churches and, and he was always saying the best place to get trained is there. And yeah. he never ran training courses himself. He was purely a, a message medium. And obviously he did his tours and things like that. And and people have got countless stories of how good he was and, and the things that you know, he did. And I, th- I think there's a, a wider scale picture here as well is because Sadly, there's obviously a negative aspect. I mean, we can talk about the positiveness of what Derek did. And and just to finish the sort of positiveness, I, I certainly feel, as you've just said, is he actually brought mediumship rather than just feeling quite stuffy and giving messages to people. He actually took it out of the churches, I think. Along with Derek and sort of Fright Nights, we were the only people at the time who were taking mediums out of churches like people like yourself and putting them in front of an audience and they could actually see how you work and I, I don't know if you remember how I used to brief brief you Ian but I used to say you've got to imagine that you're doing an advanced driving test so you you can't just kind of when I said when you're sensing a, a ghost or a spirit you can't just say uh, just stand there quietly you've got to say right I'm tuning in I'm doing this I'm fit doing that I'm doing this I'm yeah, doing that yeah. you've literally got to talk your process through that was the thing is is at that time there was a, a paradigm shift I think and and, and it was driven by Derek Okora it was driven yeah. by how he was seen on there and obviously this blends nicely into what I want to talk about next is is obviously he was a part of a television program okay mm-hmm. we need to we need to fix that we need to say he was in a television program and a television program is for entertainment purposes only, which fits within the uh, the laws that were updated around that time as well, if I remember correctly, that mediumship and psychic readings are for entertainment purposes only. But a television program cannot stay fixed either. So uh, Most Haunted wouldn't still have a series or I think they've just finished their last series, but 
they still would not be recording 17 years later if the program had some sort of development or change of narrative over over the years. So I, I mean, I personally think it started off with the first series, and I think by the end of the second series, Derek had actually done his first trance. Uh, I think I think it was only at the end of the second series that we started actually to see Derek going into trance, or yeah. and we started to see that third series. I think every single uh, venue Derek went into trance with somebody, and then it progressed from there and, and went on. And then I think he left around five or six, uh, fifth or sixth season, if I remember correctly. Now a lot of people said, well, yeah, there was Creed Kaffer, there was which meant Derek Faker. He, uh, he was given this information. He was uh, there was another one called uh, Rick Edels, which uh, and and he said he brought through uh, at a location that he was picking up on something called Rick Edels and basically rearranged that and that says Derek lies. Creed Kaffer uh, was actually Derek Faker. Um, and that was picked up uh, uh, at Bodmin Jail. Mm-hmm. So and so obviously then it was leaked to the press and the press said he was caught faking and that there was a whole thing about this. And it's, it's obviously tainted aspects of his career. But there's a bigger aspect here that we all need to talk about. And I think the bigger aspect is he was part of an entertainment program and there is no doubt beforehand he was somehow production briefed. We worked on ghost hunting with the Dingles, <laughs> <laughs> and there was production briefs. There was there was information given to the medium, who was David Wells, and basically he knew what was allegedly haunting there. And and I have no doubt that uh, uh, with most haunted, that Derek would have been given similar information that there would have been this Rick Eadles or whoever was haunting this location. Now. You could say, well, why did he say why did he read this information and then say that he was in touch with it? Now, there's two things happening here. There's firstly Derek's explanation, who said that he was psychic and he could have been picking it up from the production company, that he could actually not realize that. Yeah. And he's picking up Derek Edel, uh, Rick Edels is actually it's a psychic thing that he's picking up on that, that he's getting that name, he's getting that feeling because somebody in the production company wrote that or they knew of it. Yeah, it's very, it's very, very feasible. Yeah. Um, and then the other reason is that he was told to read that information and say, look, these are the characters that we want you to concentrate on. Yeah. Yeah. So so ultimately that says that, OK, you could say, well, Derek was set up, ultimately set up to fall, because if a production company says, OK, uh, we want you to concentrate on this. I, I filmed with Go- uh, with uh, Ghost Hunters International. Um, at their spirit of Robin Hood you can go on YouTube and, yeah. and watch that if you want people I filmed there and I was told specifically things that I had to talk about now I wasn't filming as a medium I was filming as a as a guide or a historian and I was told specifically to talk about particular things and they actually edited what I was talking about to sound even worse than what it would did so I said well people would stand outside and sometimes there would be up to 20,000 people outside watching the executions and they actually edited that so I said over 20,000 people were executed outside oh. <laughs> it was hang, hang on how did you, how did they execute people within a 15 year 20,000 people over 15 yeah. years <laughs> yeah well, so 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 production companies edit P- production companies manipulate the content to fit an overall story so most haunted was doing 
the standard television format of right we're going here this is what is famously haunted by here's a story to the historian you've got to talk about this uh the you've got to talk about this this is the area we're going to concentrate and derek you need to communicate with these people uh, and I'm pretty sure that that's what's happened. Uh, that happened. That's what yeah. happened. We never saw any explanation like that from Derek. Um, but there's no doubt there would have been production notes with those names on and whether Derek used them or not. I don't think it's clear cut for us to say that he was a fake because. No, I don't think it is either. Th- there's other things happening. There's other things happening here. And, and that involves production companies and, and entertainment. But he also throws up the question, Ian, is should mediums work on television? I did a little bit of work with the psychic today, which, to be honest, it was a, it was an experience that I thought, well, I've done it, but I wouldn't do it again. But when you're looking at the uh, media, I do feel is is going to be a platform for mediumship. Not everybody wants to go to a spiritualist church, um, you know, whether it's the hymns or whatever the prayers, but you know that that can be there. But I just get the sense that not everybody wants to go into the word in, into a building that has the word church appended to it. Uh, mediumship needs to be coming well and truly away from um, spiritual centres, you know, whether you call them a church, a centre, whatever. So therefore, putting it on to onto the TV, where um, it's of a situation where it's not edited. This Colin Fry uh, did his show Six Sense, didn't he? You're looking at um, if it can be done where it isn't edited and it is what it's, you know, it is what it is. You will always get these um, skeptics, which is a good thing, you know, because you need that balanced thought. But I do feel you that you get uh, skeptics that will crucify it and you'll get um, ardent believers who will believe anything it's actually you you raised an interesting point that because again back to Derek Akara is Derek Akara came under a lot of stick from the skeptical scientific community and I wouldn't say that they ever became best of friends by any means but there is a website in the UK called Bad Psychics run by a guy called John Donis and for many years obviously he was reporting about the behind the scenes of the most uh, what was happening on most haunted his conclusion was that essentially he ha- he had a mall inside yeah. the most haunted team and they were telling him what was going off and in one of his posts he actually said that actually i didn't have one mole but everybody who ended up leaving the show fed me bits of information i i think even a, a few weeks before derek actually passed away the bad psychics had actually mentioned that the Sunday Mirror had actually done a sort of a hatchet job on Derek saying you know that it was a fake and that sort of thing and they said well they're, they're absolute hypocrites because they've worked with Derek in the past they, they've yeah. done this and then now they're turning on him doing that and I, I think there was a mutual respect actually because Derek did engage with bad psychics a number of times and did put them straight on a number of things yeah and 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 I, I think he had a very similar outlook to, to, to myself and you, really. And I think I think he did believe that there needed to be scepticism. There did need to be some sort of critical thinking behind all of this and wasn't afraid to put himself in the firing line. I do think mediums need to work in the media. I but do the, feel so. Yeah, I, I mean, we're doing the media now. But the thing is, is if we look at 2002 when Derek got himself out there yeah. uh, on Most Haunted and you compare media now... YouTube was in its infancy. There's no such thing as podcasting. We can produce our own media now. So if there's any budding media mediums out there, just 
get recording some content and get it out there. <laughs> yeah, there is. You know? I mean, there was there was a spate on Facebook. Um, Medium is doing live feeds, you know, for their followers and that, you know. So um, it is it is there, you know, it's a your platform and I'm sure Spirit would want to uh, push this, you know, where um, I do feel, you know, rather than in the, what you call it, Victorian area, uh, where it was very much in little set pockets, you know, um, having to have mediums coming all the way from, from the US. Maria Elizabeth Hayden in 1852, that started the Spiritualist Movement in 1853, the opening of the first church in Keithley in Yorkshire, you know, it took all of that to get it going here whereas now uh, we can you know we can go on on youtube we can we can go on facebook live and we can talk to people in aussie in canada america wherever you know and it's there and i do feel people you know mediums who are not necessarily dissatisfied with the spiritualist churches but one where you are talking to the seemingly converted you need to get out there and help the skeptic you know to have that sort of situation of making the mind up they might still think no it's a it's a load of rubbish i don't believe it and that's and that's fine you know we're you know it's it's not a media platform to ram things down people's throats but it's to give them the opportunity to think well maybe there is something there because what is evidential of bleak proof to one person is totally different to a second person working mediumship you know it's not as easy as we have uh, as me talking to you now there's loads of facets behind it within that is that your person having a your reading there's a lot of little different facets that i do feel through an educational process which we do through our course um and as we do on these uh, on these podcasts i do feel that is what's needing to be put um through you know to help educate people where rather than sort of coming from a a place of ignorance as in ignorance of knowledge and then it's sort of case you're judging something without knowing what it uh, what it is it's about also as well is staying close to your ethics now i'm not saying that derek kind of bent what what he believed in to to fit the television yeah. show he did you know kind of he was in a television show he knew exactly what he had to do and, and, and that's what he did and, and i think what, what i'd like to sum up here about derek and, and i think any mediumship on television i think ultimately uh, his role in mediumship and what he brought to mediumship i think it's a positive i think it's yeah. going to be something that's going to reverberate for the next 30 40 years and what i mean by that is that television program's out there now it, it's it's everywhere it's on tv you can download it from apple you can you know it's, it's everywhere now people are going to see that and, and it's going to draw people to mediumship and or looking into mediumship as you say even the skeptics you know having a look and having a read so his role is is going to reverberate and and it will bring more positivity to mediumship as a whole i i think he brought a lot of positivity there's also the amount of shows he did he was always on tour and and obviously there was a lot of people who rebooked and revisited and and, and saw him every year every time he came around because it was a circuit but there's a lot of people who, you know, also went and saw what he was saying and, and you know, probably got involved in the local socialist church. So, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, I mean, I, I, I do salute Derek for the work he did. He was a showman. I mean, you know, he, he enjoyed uh, being on, on TV and TV enjoyed him being on television. He was, he was a very magnetic personality, I believe. Yeah. He was always good entertainment, always happy to send himself up. I remember seeing him on uh on a, on a number of comedy shows sending himself up which 
you know, it's great, good on him. Do you know if he can, if he's got a sense of humour to himself where he can send up his own uh, beliefs and his own personality, then do you know that's wonderful. The countless amount of tributes of people who uh, comedy programs that imitated him. That's the thing is they they didn't imitate the rest of the most haunted crew. They imitated him because he was a character and. Uh, and, and and I do think there's a positive note to be had with Derek's life. And it's a shame that some of the Twitter and, and some of the YouTube stuff that's out there is actually, I, I would say, yeah, I'm I'm looking at this from a medium, but essentially I, I think he brought a lot of positivity and that positivity will continue and it will actually benefit mediumship as a whole over this next, next few dozen years. That's what I think. Uh, I'm very much with you on that one, Martin. You know, like I say, now the uh, most haunted is seemingly come to and come to an end. There's still a lot of companies out there working with uh, mediums, so his legacy goes on in that sense. But I think, you know, he was definitely the uh, window to that show. You know, sort of um, the uh, flag um, leading. The flag waver, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know that. Um, perhaps, perhaps there might have been a bit of jealousy in there, you know. Always oh, doing this, it should be about us and not Derek, uh, you know. So there is a lot of little, there is a lot of that there, which unfortunately comes through everything really. But as you were saying on a on a positive note, he has brought medium to the mediumship to the masses. He's brought it to the to the media, and uh, and I and I just feel here it's going to be more, mediumship is going to move away from the churches and it's going to be on the uh, on the uh, media and where people can get that access to it absolutely and and it always takes one person to put themselves above the parapet and and to actually you know take a bullet and and yeah. i think i think that's the thing with derek media and mediums and psychics and people who are a bit weird like all of us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We can actually make a television program and it can be up on Apple TV or Amazon within within seven days. And that's actually a positive um, because well made television programs about mediumship need to be made. It'll be interesting to see how that develops over this next few years that they that, you know, they could be a production company making content about how mediumship works, the scientific aspects in fact, I'm just writing this down. I'm going to start a production company next week. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, I think we just wanted to talk about Derek and just say hats off to you, Derek. Disagreed with you many times, but essentially you did you did good, son. Do you know? Well done, Derek. Yeah, you, you did yeah, well. well done, Bless, yeah. Blessings to you, Derek. Mm-hmm.